What's up? This is April from Audience Branding Company, um, Shopify partner, branding extraordinaire, branding genius, graphic design wizard. No, I'm just playing. I am pretty dope though. Um, okay, first I need to vent for a little bit. This is just, this is just real life entrepreneurial shit. I just record. This is my first podcast, and I was so excited about doing it. I've been sitting on this for almost a week. Finally do it. About 30 minutes of great content. And I accidentally deleted it. Well, my phone froze. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. So first, I'm going to light a little sage. (laughs) So I can get my act together. I seriously almost cried. But that's business though. So here we go again. And all of its wonderful transparency. Um so the point of the podcast today, the very first podcast, yay. I wish I could be more excited, but I'm still a little salty. Um, is to elaborate more on the last two posts that I had up on my Facebook page, my business Facebook page for audience. That's audience with an O, not an A. Um, The very last article that I published was about um, your kids starting their own business. And then the post before that was um, maximizing your tax deductions um, as a business owner yourself. So basically, getting that side hustle together, building wealth, and how we can win with these tax codes that are really not developed for us, and by us I mean people in the lower income brackets, uh, people of color, minorities, all of the above. So um, I have with me today, I get to call you beautiful again, and you all the praises the beautiful intelligent jackie of all trades (laughs) quanta dockery of whip tax pros and whip credit consultants both llc's my wife i'll probably insert and pause or something like that I gotta learn how to figure this shit out because it's not happening again. I still feel horrible. But um, I have her here to talk a little bit about, again, like I said, she's a certified tax preparer. Um, she's in the credit restoration game as well. We can talk more about that later. But um, I wanted to elaborate on all this tax talk. Um, it's tax season, of course. Got started a little late. We all know why. Um, yeah, let's wrap about the tax game really quick drop some gems out there hello everyone and of course i don't mind uh any crazy i'll take that <laughs> <laughs> i praise you all the time <laughs> um so let's start off with uh tax deduction for mm-hmm. small businesses okay. or i mean tax deduction for all businesses but Including including that side hustle, but yeah. we'll we'll get into that. Um, so uh, deductibles um, help entrepreneurs with the cost of running their company. So um, there are 
a lot of deductions this year um, that we can benefit from um, that we couldn't in the past. Um, even some that you, you could benefit from in the past, but you get more of a deduction this year. Um, one of those things is uh, car and truck expenses. Um, if you use your vehicle for business purposes, you can write off gas as well as mileage. Um, also, the registration of your vehicle. And last year, you can only... You can do one or the other. As far as the gas and the mileage. Yeah. Um, so this year you can um, deduct both. Um, and you will keep track of that by using a app. They have different apps that you can use. Or you can um, put it in an Excel sheet. Um, you know, write it down. However, it's best for you to keep track of your expenses. Um, to save them for your tax professional at the end of the year. Um, you want to keep track of that. Um, anything, any mileage or gas that you use for business purposes can be deducted. Um, another one is salaries and wages that's paid to employees. So um, any bonuses, uh, commissions, um, range benefits, anything that you pay for an employee. And that also includes kids, which we'll get into all of that next. Right. Yeah. Um, all of those can be written off. Um, contract labor can be written off. So anybody that you have to do a 1099 for, somebody that you hire that works outside of your company to do work for you okay. will be considered um, a contractor. Okay. And you can write that off if it was $600 or more in that year. Um, that you paid out to the contractor. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's that. Um, supplies, any supplies that you used. I used the example of a cleaning business. So if you had to buy a vacuum, cleaning supplies, um, pay for your van, uh, that you had to use any tablets, um, any materials that you use for your business. If you have a home office, you can write off the ink, the paper, the pens, the um, business cards, any other marketing material. Yeah, all of that. Okay, yeah. and then um, I know I mentioned before, um, aside from the tangible items, um, you can write off electronic. Right. Items, stuff that's on the internet, not electronics themselves, although you can right. write so, those off, but like uh, domain names, any kind of subscriptions. Right. And then I use the example of um, me being uh, a graphic designer mm -hmm. and the branding work that I do, I have an Adobe subscription. Mm -hmm. So I can write that off because it's a, it's an expense. Right. Not necessarily a supply. It might go in a different category, but it can still be written off. Yeah. So then subscriptions, Any fees. Any software. Yeah. Okay, software. Mm -hmm. Okay. All of that can be written off. What mm -hmm. about educational expenses? Educational expenses? That pertain to your like to your So I'd sign up for a Udemy course mm -hmm. that's teaching me about coding and I implement that obviously into building up the, um, the websites that I do on Shopify. Yeah, I can write that off. Yeah, that's a great one because a lot of people miss that one. Like, they think that it's not, they're not able to use that as a write-off, mm -hmm. but actually you are. If it's, a, if it's something that is, that 
adds value to your business, mm-hmm. you can write it off. Okay. So okay. yeah, educational expenses, that's a great one. Um, as well as um, travel um, expenses. Um, so airfare, uh, toll fees, uh, rental cars, um, lodging, anything like that can be written off as well. Um, anything related to travel is a deduction. Um, rent on business property, so if you rent a space um, or any type of, if you rented um, or something that people would have to rent, if you were into, if you had a lawn care business and you had to rent machinery for that, oh, okay. that's something, anything like that. And also if you bought it, right? If you bought it too, yeah. And then um, like actual physical office space outside of your home, you right. can... Uh, claim deductions uh, on that. Yeah, right? in home office space. And in home office yeah. space. And is there a certain percentage or for some it. kind of calculation for that? Because of course you can't say, you know, you use your, your toddler's house. bedroom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a certain um, amount of square feet, I believe. Don't quote me, but I want to say 300 square feet. Okay, we can. I had talked about this earlier too um, in the first podcast that died on me. I'm still recovering. Um, about putting together a document that we can get out that has uh, more detail. But with any of this information that's given to you, always do your research. Mm-hmm. Do your homework, people. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be different for different, um, everything is different for different cities, counties, states, so on and so forth. So still, do your homework. This is just a get you started mm-hmm. guide. Yeah, um, so, yeah, that stuff can be written off. Um, utilities, electricity for your facility is fully deductible if you have something outside of your home. Um, cell phone services. Um, we talked about the, uh, the Kevin Gates. Was that Kevin Gates? Two phones. Was that him? Or was that somebody else? Wait, I don't know who that was. Who was that? Two- yeah (laughs) so but if you have a second line it is deductible and that's home line or a totally different phone right okay as long as that phone is being used for business purposes now what if you have just one phone if you have just one phone and you're using it for personal and business and you're not able to distinguish how much personal and how much business Mm -hmm. then you can't write it off okay because is there a way to do that? There is, like... Mm-hmm. Like, would you have to bring up, like, phone call records and things like that? I mean, I'm pretty sure that'd be violating get... some kind of law yeah, if you were to do that. Uh, but I believe there is a way. I don't know. But, yeah. I would just, I would... If your phone is for business purposes, use it for business purposes. Okay. So, you could just easily get a second line, right? Yeah. A Google Voice number mm-hmm. or maybe WhatsApp or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay, we'll include some more of those suggestions. And you still, um, the, the VOIP, so the online uh, numbers that you can get, uh-huh. um, you have to pay monthly for those, but it can still be routed to your cell phone. Uh-huh. So that can be written off that you can pay, you know, so it doesn't have to be a whole separate device, mm-hmm. but it would be just a separate number. Okay. So you can do that as well. Okay. Um, can we jump back to the, the travel? I want to talk some more about the travel. So what travel type related expenses one expect to be able to deduct? Airfare, 
um, lodging is fully deductible. Mm -hmm. um, you can do entertainment and so um, that includes all those drinks, meals. right? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's my favorite. So like a business lunch, you know, you can deduct that. And business drinks. And of course, the business drinks. I'm a, I'm a rather sour. Uh-uh, see. <laughs> you're going to be drunk on the beach. <laughs> well, can I deduct Tylenol? <laughs> What's it called? Stand back? Is that what it, is that what it's called? The 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 hangover medicine? Stand back? <laughs> you need that. Stand back. Can you deduct that? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Anything else um related to travel? Um, as long as you're if you go out of town and you're there on business, rental cars, Uber, yeah, Lyft, all of that stuff. Can be written off. Receipts. 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 Track them. If you have to take a picture of them, um, save them in your phone. Email them to yourself. Mm -hmm. you do. Yep, I have different folders in my simple little Gmail account that I have uh, specifically for my business. And if I have a receipt, because the receipts do fade, mm -hmm. a ticker receipt right in there before you even leave out the store. Stand off to the stand right. Stand off to the side. Take that picture. Email it to yourself. You can sort it out later. Put it in whatever folder that you need. I have like 15 folders mm -hmm. of where things can go, so I can give all that junk to Quana because she can take care of that. liability coverage um, anything like that um, you can claim a tax credit for up to 50% um, of, of premiums paid for employees so if you have if you have employees that you employ mm -hmm. you can mm -hmm. claim up to 50% of their insurance um, coverage okay as well um, repairs any repairs that you have to do and one of the examples I had was when I had to take my laptop into Geek Squad at Best Buy and had to have them do a whole system reset or whatever it is that they did. Um, I could have claimed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, advertising, we talked about that. Um, Including social media ads. Yes, social media newspaper ads. Newspaper ads. Radio. Radio. Um, billboards. TV, if yeah. you got it like that. Yeah. Okay. Any type of advertising that you do um, can be written off. Um, legal and professional fees. So if you pay for um, your LLC mm -hmm. um, licensing, if you pay for um, any type of professional fees that you have are fully deductible. So if you're part of like some kind of, okay, this stage really going now. Yeah. I needed that. <coughs> um, professional membership fees, like, um, I don't know, I don't want to say NAAC, then 
NAACP is out. Yeah, that's what's called. I really should know that. I feel horrible now. And it's Black History Month. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not necessarily a business focus. I mean, it could be. I mean, it's a membership, but I'm t- memberships like that are like the Women's Business Association. I don't even know if that exists. It probably does. But if there was like some kind of or membership the, um, fee associated with that, the, the, I could claim um, that. The Real Estate Association. Okay. Anything that you pay fees or dues. That's business related. related. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah, I think that was rent. Did we discuss the rent on machinery and equipment? Um, Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That is something. So there's, there's quite a few deductions that you can benefit from being a um, small business or any type of business really um, owner yes because these Um, tax codes are definitely developed to favor the wealthy like you said before it's all about strategy it's a game it's a game of chess and we have to educate ourselves and empower ourselves with this type of information mm -hmm. so that we can start breaking these cycles you know start building this generational wealth which leads into you know our next topic about uh, hiring your kids the tax deductions associated with that and then even your kids starting their own business not associated with yours but their own business but before we even jump to the kids um i really want to reiterate how important it is to be legal like we're not playing a game we're not trying to cut corners or anything like that we're not trying to you know dupe the system although the system has been duping us for the longest but that's a whole nother podcast (laughs) it starts with for me correct me if i'm wrong getting that ein to establish like if you have a side hustle if you're doing hair if you're babysitting like of course you still have to look and see what kind of regulations licenses uh certificates you training you might have to have to keep up with those business actually say that this is a business like i know in some places if you're going to say that you do here on the side you have to have maybe some kind of cosmetology license and of course you can claim that you know that could be part of your tax deductions but this is about establishing something legal credible to help offset shit life period like start we're starting to build something yeah so the first place to start is um to create a name for your business Mm -hmm. and then to um go to irs.gov and get a ein um employee's id number it's it's free um and it's very quick and easy took like Um, two minutes yeah. Well, they it. said it takes two minutes. It didn't even take that long. Yeah, it's a very simple process. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first step. And it allows you to open people, up a business bank account. You know, and it allows you, that's the number that you would more than likely use when you're filing your taxes on this business. Yes. But, you know, a lot of people um, use uh, money as a way to stop them from doing uh, certain things. But, I mean, it's free for the EIN. That doesn't cost you anything. And when you're starting a business and you start there, then, you know, sometimes I understand that it takes, um, it may take you a minute to generate some income before you can um, get all of the other things that will qualify you as a legal business. Um, but that's a good place to start. Yeah, that's, that's start all about starting. Mm-hmm. Then when you generate income, you put that money right back into your business. Yep. And that's how you grow. Yep. And that, that's that's how you, that's how you build. Yeah. Like there's no schemes, no 
get-rich-quick schemes, no overnight successes. I mean, unless you happen to get lucky, it, they, they do happen. Right. But this is all about building something solid that you can pass on. I, I just want to reiterate that, you know, don't let money stop you from starting. Right. So that's, that's my main point there. Mm-hmm. But, um, so... Yeah, about uh, using your kids. Um, Hiring them as employees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Use the kids. I mean, that's kind of what you're doing. But no, they, they do. They get, I mean, aside from actually paying them. And yes, we have to actually pay them. But they get, they learn a lot of valuable lessons. Things that they, that goes beyond money. But let's talk about the money. Right. Um, so... Hiring um, your children is uh, it's a great tax strategy, actually. And that's people, a sexy ass word, strategy. People have been using um, this strategy for years. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know about it. <laughs> so <laughs> now, what do you mean by we? Who's we? Well, you know who. We is. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, if your child is under 18, then you don't have to um, withhold or pay any FICA, Social Security, or Medicaid tax on their salary. So um, that's that's one benefit. So you're getting some work done that you need help with mm-hmm. without having to pay. That's, that that's outsourcing at its finest. <laughs> I mean, you can't beat that. Right, right. So um, the Tax Cuts and Job Acts um, have increased the standard deduction for 2018, it's $12,000. Okay. So that is saying that your child can earn up to $12,000, that's $1,000 per month, and owe no tax on the income. And that would be tax that they legally would be required to pay? Or are, is, would you be the one as the employer, as the business mm-hmm. entity, would you have to withhold those taxes? They would pay. Well, no, they they won't have to pay any taxes. You, there will be no tax on that income up to twelve thousand. That's why it saves you money. Okay. As the as the as the business owner. And then you get to that twelve thousand that you have paid them, or up to that twelve thousand is a deduction. deduction. Okay. For you. Okay. Now, so, what happens after that? So, um, last year, let's talk about last year. It was six thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. So it's up from last year. That's up. To twelve thousand, yeah. right? It's double. Double. So, um, like I said, if your child earns twelve thousand dollars per year, um, they don't have to pay taxes on it. But if they earn more than that, we'll use an example. If your child earns twenty one thousand five hundred and twenty five dollars, and they're good in life, right? They starting out good, right? <laughs> they good. Then they would have to pay a total of nine hundred and twenty five dollars in tax income, and it. It's and by that you mean them, the, the child. The child would, would technically be to. responsible, but of course you, as the wonderful parent, would be helping them out with that. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No, because they're earning the money. Uh huh. They're paying the taxes. See, this comes with working. I'm not. So, well, of course, teaching them, like saying, "Hey, you have to save. Put this money aside." This is what you would do. You would teach them how to put the money aside for their business. Now, what I would do is pay quarterly. Okay. So that at the end of the year, you either overpaid and get money back. Mm-hmm. That's also a lesson. Mm-hmm. Or either you paid your taxes up okay. for that year. Okay. 
and you don't owe anything. Don't don't let the kids go to jail for tax fraud. Right. Apparently, Quanta will let our kids go to jail. No, for tax no, fraud. I won't let them go to jail, <laughs> but I will teach them to pay. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying. Okay. Okay. But you're gonna learn how to pay your own. You're working. Right. You're earning right. The money. You're using and the see, money. And that, see, that's what I was saying. It goes beyond, you know, the whole money aspect. We get to talk about. Um, we get to talk about life lessons, those invaluable life experiences, and they'll be ahead of the game. Right. And so, um, so, um, let me see. So, with that being said, um, I strongly advise. Even we, there's so many benefits to, to hiring your child. Um, not only the money, but the lessons that's learned um, and the things that you pass along for future generations. Mm-hmm. But um, the IRS will be looking for people who are saying that their child is working for them to get the deduction and their child is really not working for them. So they may ask for um, bank receipts. They want to see deposits. Mm-hmm. And remember, in. you set, set up those bank accounts. Get get all of that shit in order. Mm-hmm. Remember, once you get that EIN that you can get for free from um, IRS by going to irs.gov, look for EIN, type it in the search bar. Um, that allows you to start a business account mm-hmm. with the bank. So a few rules I'll go over just to make sure that you're in compliance. If you um, if this is something that you want to do. Um, rule number one is your child must be a real employee. So their work must be ordinary and necessary for your business. So you can't say I'm going to pay you a hundred dollars an hour for stuffing envelopes <laughs> because that's not reasonable. And you sure? they would say we know that your child's not doing that. They don't or say we know damn well. It can't well. be anything that is um, that your child could get hurt doing. Right. Um, that's another thing um, that they won't allow it can't be you can't say that they're operating heavy machinery or <laughs> anything like that um rule number two is uh compensation must be reasonable like i said you can't say a hundred dollars an hour for envelope stuffing not even a bonus so you research you can give a bonus now that's something different than regular pay that okay. would be a bonus and you can give a bonus okay but um the compensation must be reasonable. Right. So um, what you do is you research what people get paid for this type of position. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on age, it makes sense what type of position you put your child in. Mm-hmm. Everybody is different. Your yeah. child may be doing accounting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it you just know, depends. It just depends. Um, and we have two high school age kids, by the way. Yeah, 13 and, you can also, and 14. If you want your child's... Um, um, funds to be deposited. It can be deposited in your child's name or your spouse's name if you're married. So you can, their money can be deposited into your spouse's bank account. Okay. Um, but, um, and your child's bank account can be like a Roth IRA too. So it can be a 529 college savings plan. It can, so it doesn't So they can essentially split the money because once you put that into that IRA, uh, that's a whole new podcast too, um, you can't necessarily take that money out if they want to go and buy the latest iPhone. 
Right. You're not going to be able to cash it out. I at mean, least it, not without a penalty, yeah, depending on which one you get. It can be a account that you control until your child is 21. Okay. Like, there's many options that you can do to put the money, like, we just not spending it. Mm-hmm. So there's options. But you just have to make sure, just to be able to have proof to the government if they audit you, that, yes, my child is paid. Um, Speaking of proof, um, there was another item that we had hit on uh, last time, um, the, the type of forms that you need to prove that this child is an actual employee, and one of them was the I-9, yep. and uh, I don't know how many kids at ages of 13 and 14, um, we have one high schooler, and well, she goes to an actual uh, high school, and the youngest, she is homeschooled. Um, the one that's in high school, she has an actual ID with her her name on it and of course a picture of herself so I don't know if that would be considered like I know it's not it's not a state issue so would you suggest that parents go out and get their kids a state issued ID so that they'll be able to use that for their I-9 which is just basically verification that you have the ID um, or driver's license if they happen to have that if they're an older teen uh, birth certificate passport Uh, social security card things like that that. i mean you can do that you can use a passport as well like you can and that and getting that for them could be a write-off a write-off yeah okay you can you can do you know there's other you know you can get an id if you want to but like it's not really necessary what you can use is um their birth certificate um social security card um any identifying things like that you can use okay as well but yeah, that was going to be the the next rule that I was going to get to is make sure you comply with legal requirements yep. um, for employers because um, you have to do the same things as you would when you hire a stranger uh-huh. when it comes to yeah, that. when so, you go to work for yeah. somebody these so are the, the same w- type of forms. Um, you have to do yeah the form I nine for you know employment eligibility. Um, Make sure you record your social security numbers. Um, mm-hmm. What else? So no, no illegal shit. We yeah. We're trying, to get, we're trying to get out of that. Make stuff. sure you have a W two IRS. Get the IRS form W two showing okay. that you paid your child. Okay. Um, and so those are just the rules, but it's it's really beneficial not only for you, but um, for your child. Yeah, for your child as well. I yeah. mean, it's for the both of you. They start. They have years of work history. Um, experience, not only the work history, but the experience yeah. is invaluable. These are things that they're learning that people don't learn until they're adults. Right. These are the things that they're not teaching you in high school. Yeah. And I have saved a meme that people have probably already seen before. It says, create an LLC for your kids while they're in high school. File taxes on it for four years. Start building business history. Place them on payroll and pay them through company checks, get a business credit card and make them an authorized signer. Break the cycle. Mm-hmm. And in that, I mean, starting a business provides invaluable life experience for kids. Um, it's, it's more than just about the money. Right. Um, but it develops very practical skills. I mean, mm-hmm. organization, time management, uh, money management, problem solving, mm-hmm. communication, communication. Um, all of these things your child will get from, I mean, just working in your business yep. and learning from that or either starting their own business, which mm-hmm. we're getting into next. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but creating a business um, is is life altering for your child. We talked about um, the um, experiences that they will have and the things that they will learn just by starting out. Like our children are starting their own businesses. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that? Um, we have both of them. They're starting their own businesses. We just started um, having business meetings and going over um, different business ideas, brainstorming right now. We started that maybe about um, a week ago. And they're both going to start on the Shopify platform, of course, because I'm a Shopify partner. So um, with that benefit, they can start a development store with me. Um, that means that they don't have to worry about the initial uh, two-week trial that you get by signing up with Shopify regularly. I get to actually sit down with them. We can do all of the branding. We can talk about marketing, you know, develop a business plan. Not in any certain order, but these are just the type of things that we can do. Um, you know, do product research. Um, all the different things that you would need to start an e-commerce-based uh, business. Now, whether they do a model like drop shipping or if they plan on creating products at home, and shipping them out on their own you know that's all that can still be handled on shopify um i'll do another podcast on drop shipping um a lot of people aren't familiar with that term um but i'll have another podcast about that later and any other terms anything else that you guys want to know about just drop me a line um and we could talk about that but yes they are starting their own businesses we'll probably talk to them bring them on the podcast do some documentation of their process of starting a business and how easy it actually is on the Shopify platform. I can't stress that enough how easy it is to start a business on Shopify platform but as a development store up under me as their Shopify partner um, they get to work on the store for as long as they need to. There's no limit. However long you need to get this store up and running it even includes um, up to 50 real orders that they can process to make sure that everything runs smoothly with uh, with the shipping user experience things like that after the 50 then they would have to switch over to um, an actual paid Shopify plan and those plans start as low as nine dollars um, and I think it started with anyone starting out $29, $29 plan I can post all about the plans and stuff like that later and you guys can also do your own research but um, even if I wasn't chosen as a Shopify partner I would definitely suggest that anybody who plans on starting any kind of business e-commerce selling online selling through social social media get on Shopify get on Shopify get on Shopify get on Shopify find your Shopify partner especially and um, as far as the financial aspect of that um, creating a LLC for your child um, will benefit as well um, when it comes to credit um, so I are you talking um, about business credit or personal credit or both both um, business credit because you can um, sign up for um, things like Quill um, where you can have an actual um, account and you can pay monthly and that will report um, on your business credit Okay. Things like that. On cell phones, you can also use um, to report on your business credit um, mm-hmm. as long as it's you know used for business purposes. Um, we'll have to do another podcast we'll do, on business yeah, credit. Yeah, business credit too. alone. But um, starting a business like for your child is so important 
like I said, even if you, um, even if they don't want to be a business owner, um, just solely a business owner, mm-hmm. um, having that knowledge, if they want to go work for somebody else, if, if this person decides to shut their business down and they all of a sudden are found without a job, what are they going to do? Exactly. You know, we now saw exactly know. what happens when you even have that good paying government job. Mm-hmm. We see what can happen. It could be just a hobby that they want to monetize and then you can still work nine to five Monday through Friday or whatever the case may be. Like some people aren't built to be entrepreneurs full time and that's okay. But having this as an option is, right. is definitely worth it. You do want to diversify your income knowing how to create your own don't put all your income. eggs in one basket like yeah you, you got to have more than one option out there these days so and i mean to, to get that started i would say um to first choose a business um let them pursue their passion find out things that your kid likes um and go with that um set goals and you know make plans to um you know i mean you know make it fun right right, right. you know for them because um, business can be a little <laughs> dreary at times. And it will kick your ass, especially <laughs> if you do a podcast for 30 minutes and then it erases. But you can you can try to make it as fun as possible. I'd like Introduce to the sage concept. again. <laughs> Introduce the concept of money management. Um, it's, a, it's a great way to introduce your kids to basic money management skills. Mm-hmm. Um, keep track of their income, their business expenses, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, work on it helps to work on customer service communication mm-hmm. skills mm-hmm. Um, manage legal requirements so it teaches them about and that's the what them starting their their own yeah, businesses their own. so what kind of tax deductions and things like that can a child expect is there anything different because they are under the age of 18 if if they make more than four hundred dollars then they file their own tax return and that's with them having in their, their own, own business. business. It's in their name. Right. Okay. And so all of the same things apply as if you owned your business. Okay. Um, and they would have to fill out their own tax returns. So everything is as the business. just the same. Yeah, and and you probably have to add in their child labor rules right. and laws and things like that. Like they can't allow themselves to work past a certain... Right. And then, yeah. I mean, they'll still do a Schedule C. Just like anybody else and okay all right well we will definitely have more information we could put together um maybe a little ebook put it out there for you guys that you have more information um to start your journey again you still have to do your own homework there are city rules regulations um yes research there are state county rules, regulations, certificate licenses, fees, things like that, that you might have to get. They want to make sure that you guys are complying with that. It's about getting legal this year. Go ahead, turn that hobby or that hustle, you monetize it. We're trying to, trying to level up here. So I think that is it. Um, that I mentioned that Quana also is, um, a credit consultant. So if you guys want to reach out to her for any of your credit, personal or business credit needs, and also any tax needs, personal and business, how can they reach you, Quana? Yes, I can be reached on Facebook at Whip Tax Pro. That's W-H-I-P, Tax Pros with an S. Yes. Um, on Instagram at Whip Tax Pros. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you can email me at whiptaxpros at gmail.com. Okay. Um, I'll put links and stuff in this podcast wherever it may end up. Hopefully not deleted. And for credit uh, inquiries, I can be reached at whipcreditllc at gmail.com. Um, I also have a DIY credit guide for all my do-it-yourselfers um, that um, you can buy as well so if you like information on that you can also and that thing is dope as hell too (laughs) like you get templates everything like it's really really helpful for people who can't necessarily afford um to hire a credit consultant to take care of um their credit needs right away um it's it's tax time there's really no excuse if you get a refund back start investing in some of this stuff invest in your credit invest in starting uh, your own business holler at me too invest in yourself yeah so, um, yep, that's how I can be reached. That's it. Okay. And again, April Dockery of Audience Branding Company. That's Audience Branding Co. Audience with an O, not an A. I can be uh, found on Facebook, Audience Branding Co. I can be found on um, Instagram, Audience Branding Co., I think. And then um, my website is audience.myshopify.com that's o-u-d-i-e-n-c-e dot myshopify.com now let's see if we can say this the right way okay I think that's it see you.